take shelter now. Well, Did you get the same one? Yeah. Are we sheltered? Do we need to go to the hallway? Yeah. Tornadoes? Welcome to the Optimistics Podcast. My name is Blake. And I'm Kayla. And we're here to talk about stuff. Stuff optimistically. Why are we called the Optimistics? We are called Optimistics because for a long time we have been wanting to do a podcast. We've talked about all these different ideas and come up with all these different names and didn't ever come up with anything that really felt right. And then today I was looking through the first text message that we ever sent to each other. And we both described ourselves as optimists. Optimists. Yes. And so I just stuck an S on the end of it. Optimists. We're the optimistics. Optimistics. Did you know that optimism was one of my was one of my strength finders? Oh, yeah, mine too. Was it? See? We're both optimistic. We're both optimistic. So our first episode, we are gonna talk about thrifting and scavenging. Yes. Yeah. So things that we're both very passionate about. Yeah. So what is, let's start with you. Uh, You're the thrifter. I am the thrifter. I'm the scavenger. What is thrifting? I have not Googled the definition of thrifting. However, I like to say that it's finding something used and breathing new life into it, keeping it going a little bit longer on this earth. Um, well, first off, why, why do you thrift? I lived in Florida for a long time, and the sad and great thing about Florida is there's a lot of old people there. Mm. When there's a lot of old people, they Mm. might move to assisted living or move on to a different place. And when they do that, they have a lot of stuff that's very old. So the thrift stores in South Florida are amazing. Incredible. So I had this little circuit of thrift stores that I would visit, and I made friends at all the little thrift stores. Okay. And it kind of started my, my passion for... Instead of buying new, buying old, and making it, making it beautiful or Give making it useful. Some examples and stories of Thrifting? things that you have bought. We just talked about the cabinet. Yeah, I have a really beautiful dental cabinet that we have our TV stuff on. That is a very beautiful. It's beautiful. I made friends with the ladies at this this little boutique mm-hmm. thrift store called the Pink Lady thrift shop in Papano Beach, Florida. Yep. It's amazing. It's attached to the Holy Cross Hospital. It is a nice little... Now, there is a, there's a chip on it. There is a chip on it. Is that a one of the successful... And we'll talk about this in a bit, but is that one of the successful um, aspects of thrifting and upcycling is you don't mind so much if there's the occasional blemish? Yeah, you know, it has like it gives a character. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't okay. affect its usability that it has a chip on the top of it. It's still a very, very cool piece of furniture that's like a hundred and something years old. It is, it is very cool. And then you can still, you can, you can buy, and I, thrifting, thank you. Thrifting is such a broad term, but like I was looking for a new headboard two days ago and I had a tab open to a popular website and it was $400 on this popular website. New. New. Yeah. And I found it used for $200. Same one. Same exact one that was maybe four or five months old and the lady just decided to go in a different direction, she didn't want to so return nice it. Too. She was so she nice. Was. So, you know, it took us 
20 minutes to get over there and put it in the car and bring it home. Save well, us $200. And a little pro tip, too, is if you find something on the internet you really like, you can copy that image and mm-hmm. reverse image search because sometimes you'll find the exact same product with the exact same image from a different company. Yep. I do that For all the price. time. Yeah. All the time. They sell the same thing under tons of different names. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reverse Google search. What are, what's, what's another thing? Another thing that I've thrifted? Yeah. Let me look around the house real quick. That end table is thrifted. I just painted the legs on it. It has a glass top. There's a lamp in the front room that I bought at a place in Pompano that used to sell old hotel furniture. I'm going to be real honest. I thought that that lamp was like your grandmother's. No. It was in a hotel. I'm Not that it lowers the value. Do you not like that lamp and you just kept it there? No, I like the lamp. It's it's not quite as austere anymore. Oh, I see. It's cool. It's very like Art Deco. It is. Yeah, it's very Art Deco. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I would say probably half our furniture is thrifted. Mm -hmm. And probably half half of my wardrobe is secondhand. Mm -hmm. Secondhand slash thrifted. Because we, Blake and I like to do, we go on this wonderful... We call it a date day, and we'll go to Buffalo Exchange, which is a secondhand store, and we'll fill our bags with used clothes that we need to trade in. We'll trade in our clothes. Well, we'll we go through our whole closet. Yes. Yeah. It's like an. It's like a. It's, like it's a whole event. event, and it's we wonderful. like kind of not that we like model runway for each other, but we kind of usually ended up like you know like should I keep this, and then we'll do like a little, yeah you know like no goes in the no into the pile into the pile. We'll go to Buffalo Exchange. We'll see what they take. We'll donate the rest of it. We buy a few new things. It helps us kind of... With the store credit. With the store credit. Yeah. And then we'll go to McKay's, which in Nashville is a secondhand book and like media store. Okay. We go through our books and we go through our video games and our DVDs and we trade them in and do the same thing. Just keep the cycle going. Video games we get from there, yeah. We get a lot of video games That's from right. there. And it's a lot of fun. Then we come home and we're like, yeah, look at all the cool stuff. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's like our, our cool, cool date. For a while, the people at Buffalo Exchange knew who we were. But not anymore. Then the pandemic. But I did. I mailed in like two huge bags of clothes to Buffalo Exchange. Mm -hmm. I did a mail-in thing. And got a little bit of store credit. A little bit. It helps us kind of keep it. Also, pro tip, if you're a guy, Buffalo Exchange will take a lot. They took all of your stuff and didn't like mine. Because they they need guy stuff. They do. And they have a lot of women's stuff. So, So, yeah. I love... Thrifting slash buying secondhand because, oh my goodness, got a little bit of a Here comes the tornado. tornado thunderstorm thing situation going on. That's fine. Yeah. So what would you say are the successful elements of being a good thrifter? I mean, if you're garage sealing or if you're at a thrift store, it's always worth asking if they can sell it cheaper. You don't be afraid to ask if you can bundle, if you can get it for less than it's marked for. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, I haven't found my like places in Nashville yet, even though it's been a few years. But in Florida, I had like my circuit. I had my three or four places. I'd go on Saturday morning and I knew they had quality stuff. And I would, you know, check out and go see my, go see Barbara at the Pink Lady and she'd like hook me up with some deals. Do you think that has anything to do with the fact that around the time you moved to Nashville and had all your circuits in Florida, a certain song came out that made thrifting suddenly really cool? Yeah. And it was a lot harder That's to find. Thrift very, stuff. very true. Yeah. And it like 
that song was like my jam and yeah. my anthem for a while. Until but it you realized it was making it. It did make it yeah. like way cooler. Like, yeah, this is me. And then yeah. all of a sudden you go into the thrift store. And, and there was like so all of these young here? people there. What? is this it was not cool You're like i'm the legit hipster and I've been i kind of lady for way longer i kind of feel like it's going out of vogue again mm-hmm. a little bit you know like i can still find yeah. and i've recently got it gotten into sewing and i'm so excited to go to goodwill and some of the secondhand stores and buy fabric like buy bed sheets and buy like giant men's shirts and turn them into cute onesies for our baby that's what i'm excited about there you go. um another pro tip i guess Know when to walk away. Don't buy things just because they're cheap. Like, you don't want a ton of crud in your house filling up your attic. Only buy things if you need them or if you're going to use them. And then probably, like, the last thing is just Google before you buy. Like, look for something secondhand before you buy it new. That's a huge thing. Like, the bed that I just got was ready to pull the trigger on it. I was like, I need to look at this and see if I can find a secondhand. And I did, which was wonderful. Well, and Google in the store, too. Yeah. Like, I've, I've found moments where I'll be standing there and I'll look on a local marketplace. Yeah, go look at Facebook Marketplace or like, next door. This is way overpriced. I can find this Craigslist. for half the price somewhere else. Yeah. And I'll just stand there on my phone. So scavenging, scavenging. is very much Blake's thing. Can you define scavenging for me scavenging is um when you find things for free or cheap very similar to upcycling very similar to thrifting except it's usually not in a store it's usually from the like curbside the side of the road um estate sales are fantastic uh, auctions auctions are incredible i'm random people on the internet um, yeah yeah, really, really just kind of keeping an eye out. How did you discover your passion for scavenging? Well, my grandfather was a huge scavenger. Yeah. Actually, fun fact, I did not know that he was a scavenger until I, my mom commented. She was like, you have become like your grandfather. I was like, mm. what does that mean? Apparently, my grandfather in Georgia had a trailer and would just every Saturday morning just drive around town with his trailer and just look for every trash day he would just drive around town. and my you know my grandfather was not like needed to go scavenge he wasn't he just, destitute he was a tinkerer yeah and so he had a workshop and he would just go it was his hobby he would take his trailer just find stuff and take it to a shop and apparently drove my grandmother crazy. Mm. Um, but he had a shop. I don't you know. know at all how she so feels about that. He would that. put the stuff in a shop and he'd fix things. But also, I grew up on a farm and grew up learning to be able to look at something, even if it's mechanical, and say, oh, I can fix that. I don't need to throw this away because I can actually tinker with this and make it work again. And so what I have found moving, you know, as I grew up and moved to a city, there are a lot of people, side tangent, I remember when I first moved to a city, some people that I was working with, their car battery died, Mm. and we stood around their car, farm boy Blake here, going, okay, well, yeah, you want to, okay, we put the black on the red, and we put the red on, and I was like, what? And it was the first time, I know, I was young, I was, I don't know, maybe 19, I was like, people don't know, a lot of people who grew up in a city, don't know how to jumpstart a car. Mm-hmm. 
not that, you know, most people do. I get that. But these were very intelligent, successful people sure. I was working with. And it was shocking to me. It made me realize people will get rid of something just because they don't know how to make it work again. Like last week at, when we were at my parents' house and you found that thing in the trash? Like last week. So I have been, you know, I've recently dug a trench and installed a um, water line to my greenhouse. And so I was like, okay, I need to eventually invest in a hose reel. Hose reels are 40 bucks. Lo and behold, we go to Kayla's house, Kayla's parents' house for lunch. And across the street from them, like my grandfather, it's trash day. Laying out next to the trash bins <laughs> is a perfectly working um, hose reel, except that the the connector hose at the end is broken. Well, $4 on Amazon, you can buy a connector hose. So you better believe I threw that thing in the back of my car. So um, that is, uh, that's, you know, your question. How would you define? Uh, and that's probably why I became one, because I mm. grew up on a farm in kind of the rural Tennessee where you didn't, you bought something and used it for its life. You didn't give it away or throw it away until it didn't have purpose anymore because a lot of people in the town just either didn't have a lot of money or knew how to fix things. And so you just hung on to them and kept using them. So that's why. Do you have any fun stories? Oh. About your scavenging exploits. What's the, what, what, do you have any? Oh stories? my Atlanta! We have so many. I have so many. Times. What's the first thing I scavenged so, where you were like, "Oh dear"? But first, I just have this image of my mind of you leaving early in the morning. This has happened so many times, and coming home with a truckload of something, whether that's bricks or with like this, a deck this or like yeah, like, stick your head in, smile really big, and say, "So." So I did something. Yeah. Like, what did you find on the side of the road today? Yeah. But I mean, it's all for your credit. It's always worked out pretty well. Yeah. The first time before we were married, when I was living at a rental house that we were going to move into, you brought over this like really beautiful greenhouse. Do you remember yeah. when we found that for free? Oh yeah. I've almost just, I still use it. Yeah. It's gorgeous. It's in the backyard. On actually. I think you found the Did guy I find next it? door, and we're like, "Hey, check this out." I think it was. I think it was. You know, we were dating, and we were about. To, you know, we, uh, weren't we engaged? We, we were, were engaged. engaged. We just become engaged. Yeah. I wouldn't have let you yeah. store a greenhouse well, in my backyard. If we weren't I think engaged. That you were like, I think you sent it to me, like, "Oh, how cool! A guy's yeah. in his greenhouse. Look at this." Not knowing that I would be like. Obviously, it's mine now. Well, and that like started your gardening hobby. Which is, I think... Kind of. I mean, I loved gardening. You had, like, indoor plants. I mean, yeah. I had indoor... And I, I gardened. I loved gardening when I lived in California. But in that terrible short stint that I was out there. I um, Like eight years But I didn't have my own land. <laughs> yeah. You know, I didn't have my own land to cultivate. So, like, I loved gardening. But this was the first time for me, like, I could actually have my own yard that I can do something yeah. with. I would like this greenhouse. So, um, Yeah. Uh, so I could, yeah, that's, I got a greenhouse and built it. I spent every morning at five thirty for like two weeks, terracing was, the backyard and laying brick and extremely impressive. concreting and then rebuilding the, cause I took it apart and, uh, a friend, a friend, very dear friend of ours helped me take it apart and, uh, it was great. Yeah. It was wonderful. So yeah, that's, that would be an example. That was an example. You came home with... All that deck wood that one time I during did. the pandemic. I did. And built a pergola. I did. By yourself. I just yeah. look out one day and there's like this eight foot pergola in the backyard. That was a lot of work. That was a lot of work. 
It took a long time. It was but, fun I mean, the deck wood, it, it makes so it look like fun. so nice and old, even though it's not yeah, it's really cool. on the side. You came out with bricks and I mean, we built that, that retaining like, wall that one time. That was probably like $1,000 worth of wood. Oh, for sure. For sure, they were just gonna throw out. I split out. it. I cut it all in half. Made a pergola out of it. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Pergola, pergola, pergola. I don't know. Mm -hmm. So, I feel like you're a pretty successful scavenger at this point. Hmm. Like you have come Thank up, you. you have come home with some clutch finds. Wow. Like really impressive. I'll post it on Instagram. People are like, "How the heck did he do that?" Right? What are some of your scavenging tips? How how can you be successful as a, as a scavenger? I also pause by the way. Every time I see say scavenger, I think of Star Wars. I think of Rey and how they used to call her a scavenger. How she like go on the Tie Fighters and stuff. That is the very Kayla thing. Too. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just like putting that out there. Yeah. But anyway, back to back to you. What was the question? <laughs> how how how? What are some of your tips to be successful? Tips to be successful. Um, I would say. Patience yeah. is a huge thing because if you say, well, I would like to get a gate and I start looking at the gates and I'm like, wow, these gates are like, yeah, cheap one is $500 and expensive one is $3,000. Then we're like, well, let's see what comes up. It's not a desperate need. I don't need one now. Let's see what happens. And then mm -hmm. lo and behold, a few weeks later, I'm on next door and I go, there's somebody giving, literally giving away. Their kids are in high school now and they're like, I don't think our high schoolers are going to wander into the street. We don't need a gate anymore. They dug it up. They sit up on the side of the road. The 13 foot gate. And I grabbed it. Uh, like, I, and we've already talked, you know, it's like, yeah. we already had that conversation a month ago. So we're like, obviously we're going to go get this. So patience is a big thing. If it's not something immediate, audacity is huge. <laughs> yeah. Now, okay, audacity, what I mean by that is uh, being slightly crazy. Yeah. Because, so I will literally last week, I emailed different companies that run estate sales to say if you ever have an estate sale where they you know you're going to demolish the house i would love to drive over and dig up all the perennial plants in the backyard of that house i don't know anybody who's that insane crazy audacious um where i i just don't care i'll go do the work i'll do it and i will ask anybody for anything Maybe no shame, tacky. I don't know. Whatever, the, whatever that shameless. is. Shameless. Um, I well, don't they're, care. It's hard to throw it away anyway. Right. And that's how I feel. But most people don't ask. And that's yeah. something that I, I've, I've realized is I, I ask when most people wouldn't. Um, are you going to throw that away? Are, you know, is there... Let me give this new life. Let me give this new life. And most of the time... Well, I, sometimes people say no. The majority of the time that I ask, people go, oh, I never would have thought of that. Sure. Yeah, come on over. And it... It's it's wild, but I don't care because I and they see it as junk often. They see it as and junk. They're happy for and you to take it away. Happy for me to take it away. And most people don't do that, and that's just very very interesting. Uh, the people in, in my gardening group, I mentioned to them that I got this giant thing of monkey grass and this thing of hostas and this thing of um, of irises, and they're like, "How do you always find these?" And why well, I, I ask? I said, mm. "Can I can I come over?" Um, so beyond that, it would be it and kind of trailing from that would be um, structured persistence. Yeah. So if I find somebody um, 
and I'll walk through. What I typically do is I have my, you have your, you had your circuit in sure. Florida. I have my circuits. So my circuits are, I check Nextdoor Marketplace, I check Facebook Marketplace. But if I go on Nextdoor and you just go to Marketplace, you just, there's tons of stuff. So what I've, if you go to the app, you can't filter very well. But if you go to the web page, you can actually create a URL on your homepage for Nextdoor local area within five miles gardening related huh so every morning i get up and i just hit the garden i did not know this hit that app same thing on facebook marketplace um which facebook marketplace is uh, it's not i'm not a huge fan but same thing if you go to the app you gotta like click all these buttons but if you go to the web browser on your phone you can just do local area three mile radius gardening related and nine times out of ten there's nothing but then one day you wake up at 5.30 in the morning or 6 o'clock in the morning. and Whenever go, the baby wakes up. Oh, there's a guy <laughs> giving away $1,000 of old deck wood that he already pulled up. I just have to go pick it up. And, um, you know, so I will contact the people. The structured persistence portion of that is I will contact them. I will say, I would very much love them. Here's the trick. Because, to tell a story, the mm. guy with the greenhouse, he told me later when I went to go pick it up, he said, I had 300 people contact me about wow. this greenhouse, but I loved your message the most. Didn't you say something like, I said, I'm getting married. I said, I'm about to get married. I would love to have a greenhouse. I'd love to be able to grow my wife, my new wife, some flowers. And he was like, oh, obviously you can so have the greenhouse. Sweet. So like, you know, it's, it, it, it's tell a story and not, not too much because if you give a long message, they're going to ignore it. But if I say... I would love this deck wood because I have this idea. I'd love to build a pergola. And then the structured part of that is I could come now or at 9.30 or at 2 or at 7 and give them some options. It's kind of like scheduling a meeting. You know, that's what you do in Outlook at work. You schedule, sure. Okay, here's my options. And they'll say, oh, man, I really want to give it to this guy because he's going to do something cool with it. And he's going to be reliable. And he's already up. given me times he's going to That's the most come. frustrating that's thing about selling, selling something so online. Frustrating. Yeah. They just don't get back to you or they don't show Absolutely. up. Absolutely. And when I scavenge something, fix it, and then resell it, which I do a lot, I will always sell it to the person who says, I will be there tomorrow at four. Mm -hmm. Or I will, I will hold it for the person that says, I'll be there in two days if they've said I'll two days at nine. You know. Even better if they say... And I'll Venmo you right now. Right. Absolutely. Please hold it for me. You know, that's the big thing. Uh, and then I would say, you know, I talked about being able to tinker. That's a big sure. thing because if you scavenge, you find things that need some work. Uh, the final thing I would say is the element. I mean, uh, I, yeah. I have a Honda element and you can fit <sighs> he anything loves his car. into that. Like anything. And what I've recently started doing like this gate is you can rent a trailer from Home Depot for 35 bucks. Mm -hmm. And so if it's something that won't fit into my element, which most things do and if they don't i can have them hanging out in the back and strapped in um i will go rent a trailer it takes five minutes at home depot because home depot is awesome walk in 35 bucks you got a trailer and um, i'll just haul that thing over and load anything on it so um, that would that's that would be the big tip like, like tomorrow like tomorrow so yeah so part of the circuit back to the circuit i've got facebook marketplace huh next door is fantastic people on next door great craigslist it's gotten weird. It's kind of, kind of creepy. I don't, get, I don't know why. But I mean, I still look for cars on there if we're buying a car. Cars are great on there. Sp very specific things. Like you need a refrigerator. I don't know, but it's not a great place to just browse. No. Lots of weird stuff now. Tread lightly. Browse it. Yeah. No. If you're looking for something specific. Anyway, uh, a local auction company. So in our area, we've got a great auction company that just has tons of auctions. And you can bid on things. And then uh, the giving this tip away, 
the police auction. Mm. So when the police sees things from vehicles to office furniture mm-hmm. to whatever, you can go bid on them. And not a lot of people know it exists. What did you did you get something from the police auction? What did you get? I got a pack of four eight foot by four foot whiteboards That's right. for three dollars. We have them in our office <laughs> and they're like do. the entire wall. We gave two of them away and hung two of them up. But they're these giant eight foot by four foot smart boards. And I think they were just from like a school they're that just was from a school. They, yeah, that it just wasn't they but they sold it at the police yeah, auction for some, for some reason. It was like a metro was thing. A, was a, I don't know if it was repossession or what, yeah. but I paid $3.50. The reason I paid $3.50 is because I didn't know how the website worked, <laughs> and I bid two fifty, and then went, you know, tested the website, and it raised it to three fifty. dollars I was gotcha. like, oh, shoot, man. Whole dollar. Again, drove over there, loaded it in the element. Anyway, so auction, uh, we said about a month ago, well, really, ever since we bought this house. Yeah. Whatever spring and then fall rolls around, our cars just get nasty. We're under some hackberry we're trees. We're under a bunch of hackberry trees. And so it finally got to the point where we're like, we can't wash our car every two days. So yeah. we'll just wash it like every season. Yeah. Um, so we've been talking about how we need a carport. And through this local auction that I check out maybe every couple weeks, I don't go there very often. Facebook and Nextdoor. It's like a really daily. deep it's hole. It's a deep hole. Like a lot of stuff. It's like hours. Um, and there's a guy who's this very who's got this multi-million dollar house who's moving and he just had a bunch of stuff in his backyard and decided to just put everything have his auction company come in instead of trying to sell things. Mm-hmm. And they have a um $2,500 shed. Carport. Carport, not carport shed, carport. He was using it as a shed. I did scrap into a shed last week. You did. I did. I got a shed. A free shed. A free shed. It was terrifying and hysterical to see you try to walk that up the hill. Well, I took it apart. It was a beast. But it's great. I needed a shed. And so we now have a shed that I, that yeah. I paid nothing for. That's not true. I rented a trailer. $35. $35. Uh, so we found this very nice carport. I looked it up. It's about 2500 The single version carport is 2500 This is a double, so it's probably more. But anyway, uh, we bid on it. We got it for 360 yeah. I think was what we found. I'm picking up under the budget. Yeah, I'm renting a trailer from Home Depot again tomorrow. I'm just gonna be buddies with everybody at Home Depot. Yeah, the orange store so much better than the blue store. I like the blue store sometimes. I like the blue store. There's just a person at the blue store near us who's super rude. That's if I true. Ever try to return but the blue store is by that Mexican restaurant that's really that good. So rude. It is very good. So tomorrow I'll be going and getting a very expensive shed. Uh, not shed. A carport? Carport. And, he uh, was using it as a shed. We will now have a carport. He was using it as a shed. Which, a carport will just be wonderful. It a gate so and a carport. Nice, so nice. A $2,000 gate, a $2,500 carport in one week after spending $400, including trailer. Yeah. Rentals. So, yeah. That's, you know, that's the thing. It's the... That's where, that's my circuit. And uh, that's... I don't remember what the question was. But there we go. You did great. Thanks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's it. Audacity, having an element so I can just drop, be like, I will be there in five minutes, just run over and pick things up. Um, big deal, big deal. So anyway, we should wrap this up. Yeah, so in closing. In closing. Look to buy something secondhand. Before you, before buy, you buy it new. Yeah, look online. Look Check online. Uh, and in closing for me, um, if you have something that doesn't work the way it was supposed to when you bought it, don't throw it away before you try to tinker with it. So you yeah. can spend five minutes on YouTube and figure out how to YouTube fix it. YouTube is your friend. And fix it instead of selling it. 
And then buying something new. And if you don't have use for something anymore, at least donate it. Call me. <laughs> Call Blake. I will pick it up <laughs> and fix it and then sell it. Yeah. And it's a great thing. That'll I can buy more gardening supplies it's, and tools. It's wonderful. Yeah. So thanks for listening to Optimistics. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time. Good night. <laughs>